Well, hello, hello, and hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Movie Bugle Podcast. My name is Justin, and I am so excited that you guys have decided to listen to me talk about movies and TV shows. <laughs> well, as always, you can follow me on my Instagram at the Movie Bugle. I like to post things that I'm excited on there, any type of like movie and news or announcements or trailers that I like. Honestly, I might just post random stuff on there from time to time. <laughs> um, you can follow me at my, I guess my, not necessarily a website, but just a place you can click and find different ways to follow me uh, my link tree which is l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e forward slash link tree sorry forward slash the movie bugle if you go to my instagram page you can click the link in my bio and it would take you directly to that website so if you wanted to you know help spread the word about the movie bugle get it out there to more people you know you can say hey go follow movie bugle on instagram click the link in the bio and that's how you can tune in so thank you all for joining and let's get started so I know it's been a second, you know, it seems like whenever I skip a week just for myself, I don't know if I have anyone who's like, listen to me on a regular basis, right? Whenever I go like a week or two without like posting out anything, like I know for me, it feels like it's been like a long periodically time. So I was like, you know what? I used to take a break in the middle of summer. So it's nothing like abnormal or anything. I usually go for like a stretch and I take like a one, two weeks off and I go like for the rest of the summer. So that's what, that's what I did. You know, just had a lot of things going on. You know, 4th of July was this past weekend. Um, I think I took a break right after I posted before, right after Juneteenth. So my 4th of July was Juneteenth. My celebration was Juneteenth. I just celebrated 15 days afterwards. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. But shout out to everyone who had a good 4th of July. You know, this country is so crazy with the amount of mass shootings and everything like that. But don't want to really get into all of that. You know, this is not a political podcast. You know, we can talk about it on another episode if it relates to anything movie related. But for this particular episode, I actually wanted to talk about the MCU in phase four. So just wanted to give you guys a heads up this is going to be not necessarily a spoilery talk but i'm just going to talk about everything that has come out so far and just what's been going on with the mcu and phase four like the fans reaction to it everything that has been going on the reception of it how things have been different um so i'm going to be touching on a couple of things I am going to release an actual podcast. So this is this is uh, pre me watching Thor Love and Thunder. And this is also before the finale of uh, Miss Marvel. So I'm actually going to dedicate. I don't know if I'm going to do one or two episodes. Episodes. I haven't decided it out yet. Um, but this is pre that. So this is this discussion. I'm going to talk about those two properties. But I'm not. This is not a spoiler review for any of those. But I do want to talk about everything that has been leading up to where we are right now with Phase Four. So. I'm going to give you my overall thoughts about it. And then we're going to talk about, you know, the general like senses I've been seeing online from like the hardcore fans and, you know, just some, some of my ideas and opinions that I think that the business, like the Marvel industry and Disney has been going towards and, you know, just, just some overall thoughts. So we're going to have, we're going to have fun with this episode, but I feel like this is going to be a good discussion. And what actually prompted me to have this episode is I just watched episode five of Miss Marvel and I was a little underwhelmed I was underwhelmed by the entire experience and this is I've actually really been enjoying Miss Marvel but to give context as to why I was underwhelmed 
right before you know episode five of miss marvel came out we just got volume two of stranger things volume two was two episodes about four hours long of content right so comparing you know a 30 minute episode of of a marvel show versus uh, versus four hours of content between two episodes that's why i was like all right i'm a little underwhelmed so i was like hmm like how can i spin this into an episode so i just wanted to talk about what's been going on in phase four and like my overall thoughts about it and we're just gonna talk we're gonna talk we're gonna we're gonna kiki a little bit and we're gonna keep it cute <laughs> but before we dive into phase four let's set the stage like let's go ahead and just set the 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 boundaries as far as like you know of where my discussion is gonna be working with them because i am obviously a huge marvel fan i talk about marvel a lot on my show i've dedicated a few episodes in both season one and season two and also season three for marvel content so needless to say any of my criticisms that i express on this particular show is not me saying i hate marvel or anything like that but you know when you when you when you really advocate for someone or when you are a supporter of something you know you hold them to a standard and marvel has definitely set a standard for themselves and I feel like they've fallen a short a little bit. So before I actually dive into that, let's jump back all the way to phase one. So when we say phases, and if you are a casual fan, so I'm gonna, you have like your casual fans and then you have like your like your hardcore fans. So when I say phase, the hardcore fans will know exactly what I'm talking about. But for the casual fans, if you may not know, Marvel releases movies and now TV shows in phases. And what that pretty much means is they have an overall arc. It could be an overall arc of um, like a leading point. So like the end of phase one was the first Avengers movie. The end of phase two, like the 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 climax was Age of Ultron. But then they also added Ant-Man in there. And then the end of phase three was it, technically it was Spider-Man Far From Home. But the climax obviously was Avengers in game so i'm gonna break that down just a little bit more but in each phase they worked towards something so if you go all the way back to 2008 and you start with iron man one right at the time you had marvel movies coming out from all different properties and all different studios you had you know um you have oh, i think uh, paramount actually released the iron man one and two i think they also did captain america the first avenger i don't know if i think they also did thor as well so that was under paramount until disney bought marvel and then starting with the first avengers it was marvel disney from there on right but you had iron man one and then you had the incredible hulk you had iron man two then you had thor and then you had captain america the first avenger and then you had avengers right so i remember like I went to the theaters and saw Iron Man and I thought the movie was amazing, right? And I think that year, my favorite movie could have been The Dark Knight as far as like a superhero movie because I was like, The Dark Knight is is a classic. It's, it was, you know, Heath Ledger put his entire, not just foot, his entire leg into that performance. Uh, you know, shout out to Heath Ledger, rest in peace. You know, but he really made that movie his. Like he, people enjoy The Dark Knight because of, uh, of joker like hands down like no shade like you know christian bell did his thing too like he was a great batman but i feel like the reason why that movie is so iconic is because of heath ledger so i remember like going to watch 
Iron Man, and I was like, oh, this movie is like really, really good. Like, you know, I've heard of Robert Downey Jr. before. Um, there was a movie that he was in called A Guide to Recognize Our Saints that also had um, Channing Tatum in it. And, oh, I cannot think of the the name. I know Rosario Dawson was in it. Oh, my God. Who was the guy from Even Stevens? Shia LaBeouf. So Shia LaBeouf was in it. But anyways, I remember seeing him in that, right? But Iron Man came out, and I don't think I saw the first post credit scene in the theater because at that time post credit scenes wasn't really like a thing like you know you may have seen it just like a gag here and there but it wasn't really a thing so I remember after like leaving the theater people was like oh did you see like da -da 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 -da. and I was like no like I didn't see like you know Nick Fury come out at the end like that must have been like I must have missed it so the Incredible Hulk came out and that was distributed by Universal and I went and saw it just because it was a superhero movie but they had changed the actor from the 2003 um, Hulk movie that came out that I really wasn't a big fan of just because they took a very long time for him to turn green but that's that's besides the point but anyways I remember like we were just hanging around the theater and I saw the post credit scene for that one and I was like, wait, why is Robert Downey Jr. like in this one? Like, because he he showed up in the post credit scene. And I was like, why is he in this one? So, you know, I was looking into it, whatever. And then I was able to go back and see the post credit scene for the first Iron Man. And that's when you saw Samuel L. Jackson walk out and he was Nick Fury. And he said, I, I want to talk to you about the Avengers initiative. And I the, the Avengers initiative didn't click in my head so then iron man 2 comes out and then i was like okay is there anything after this movie and sure enough there was and i think the post credit scene was um them finding thor's hammer and um agent colson who showed up in the second avengers movie sorry the second iron man movie he was also in that post credit scene so i was like what is going on i didn't know anything about thor but i remember seeing like the hammer there and i was like what is that and then we saw like uh trailers for thor was coming out and all the stuff like that so let me go see thor and then the i forgot the post credit scene for thor I should have looked it up before I started this podcast, but there was a post credit scene for that. But I think at that point they were working towards something. I remember like, okay, what's happening here? And I think in Comic-Con they had already announced the Avengers that that was already announced that they were doing that. And they brought everyone out on stage. They announced Mark Ruffalo and all stuff like that. But then when uh, the Captain America, the first, uh, first Avenger came out, the, tr the post credit scene was the trailer for Avengers. And I was like, Oh my God, like what are, what is going on here and uh, and i think it was it was so iconic because at the time movies didn't connect like that you had sequels to a movie and that was it but you didn't have a shared universe and these were different movies with different actors and at the time across different studios that were sharing one common goal and then avengers came out and it was a conglomerate and then you know the rest was history so after phase one, I feel like that's when they really established the MCU as to being like what the MCU is today. And 
I remember, you know, at that point, it was like, no, we have to watch the end credit scene because, you know, there's going to be something there. And we saw Thanos and <laughs> my little naive self. I thought it was Hellboy. The, don't don't shame me. <laughs> I remember being like, is that Hellboy? Oh, my God. Like, I, I didn't know much at the time. I've, I've grown since then as a comic book nerd. But I remember seeing Thanos on screen and being like what is that like who is that what is he talking about and then you know so then in phase two this is all off memory the only ones that i've actually written down is the phase four so this is all off memory right so phase two right after avengers we had iron man three we had thor the dark world we had uh captain america winter soldier we had guardians of the galaxy we had uh avengers age of ultron and then we had ant-man so at this point you're invested in right so for those who knew the comics and for for thanos to be the thing i was like okay so at the point of the avengers we had seen two infinity stones we had seen the the mind stone which was in loki scepter and we also saw the space stone so they were building up towards infinity war way back then right like they were they were building up towards stuff and then even like with like recent things, which I'll, I'll talk about a little bit when I get to like Shang-Chi in phase four, they were putting Easter eggs for stuff way back in movies back then. So I bring all this up just because with each phase, phase two, and then, you know, obviously phase three, let me see if I, if I remember phase three. So after Ant-Man, the first movie in phase three was Captain America Civil War. And then after that, you had doctor strange and then after that you had guardians of the galaxy volume two then you had spider-man homecoming then after that you had thor ragnarok and then you had black panther then you had infinity war then you had uh ant-man and the wasp then you had captain marvel then you had Endgame. then you have um the end of phase three and the completion of the the infinity saga with spider-man far from home so that's actually really good i don't think i forgot anything if i did shout me out but anyways um they were building up towards something right and you can tell like there was a lot of quality like one of my favorite mcu movies still to this day is um captain america civil war and i think the reason why is you know the first phases you know they were very they weren't campy but they were a little bit more light um they weren't as you know it was there wasn't a lot of heavy content stuff i think the first time we saw that may have been in the first captain america movie uh, Cap well not the first one um the second one the, the captain america winter soldier because that was a little bit more like a heist like um like action-packed thriller spy movie right it wasn't like all the superheroes with all these powers and stuff like that it was you know yeah, Falcon was introduced. You had uh, Black Widow. You had obviously Captain America. We had you know the Winter Soldier, Bucky Barnes. You know, um, you had all of these like like ground level like superheroes. Oh, I was just like you know heroes in that, and I guess in that regards. So it was nice to see that from a different thing. And then we had Phase Three really expand the universe a lot more. Like I remember 
you know, with uh, Age of Ultron, we had, you know, the introduction of Vision. We had the introduction of Wanda Maximoff and also Quicksilver. And it was crazy because going into phase three, we got the introduction of Doctor Strange. We got Smart Hulk. We got, you know, obviously the one and only uh, T'Challa, a.k.a. Black Panther. We got Captain Marvel. Um, You know, we had all of these different people that got introduced to grow the team into what they were you know we got the crosses you know with the regular avengers and guardians of the galaxy and the avengers infinity war endgame movies so there was a lot right so this is just me laying down the foundation as to what we got versus what what we got then versus what we're getting now so avengers infinity war i've talked about this a few times how like it it completely like you know shattered so many records right like so you had black panther come out and black panther within itself shattered a lot of records and so and you beat a lot of expectations because there was a lot of oh black people don't come out to movies and we showed up and showed out like black people went every person like the only other time that i remember in recent years like I felt like every person within the black community went out and saw a movie was was Get Out, Jordan Peele's first movie, Get Out. And it was like one of those things was like, did you see this movie? Like, you got to go see it. Right. So with Black Panther, of course, you had the MCU fans, you had the casual fans. But I even feel like even like people within the black community who don't watch the MCU like that, they all went out and supported it multiple times. And it was like one of the first times we saw we're bringing like classrooms we're going on field trips to go see this movie so they they got their money right and shout out to them they deserve that black panther you know is you know i would say as of right now uh it, it gets it's tossed back up between my top like my top three which is civil war black panther and spider-man no way home like those those are probably my top three movies um but yeah they go back and forth so it's kind of hard it's kind of hard for me to say which one is my favorite but anyways um so we had all this buildup and we had a lot of thought that was put into these movies, these movies at the time in the MCU. And then once, once Endgame came and gone, shattered all the box, you know, box office records and all stuff like that. And then we had Spider-Man Far From Home introducing into us into uh, uh, Mysterio and, you know, all the stuff like that. They were able to play with things a little bit more like, you know, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen spider-man far from home uh we saw nick fury and i forgot the other agent's name turn into scrolls at the end of the movie so it was like are we gonna get secret invasion are we gonna get this are we gonna get that right so they laid down the groundwork for these things that were supposed to i guess start nurturing in season uh starting phase four now that's me laying down the foundation of, of phase four before I actually move into phase four, I also want to say that it took it took a decade for Thanos to show up and for all those events to happen. So there were a number that was like I think it was like 22 or 23 movies up until Infinity War and Endgame. Right. So it didn't just happen overnight. They had to build the audience trust. They had to lay that groundwork. And even also in phase one. There were only like maybe one or two, one or two Marvel movies that came out a year. Maybe, I think Iron Man came out in two thousand and eight. I think maybe and maybe Incredible Hulk, two thousand and nine was what uh, Iron Man two. 
I actually I don't I think that may be too quick. Like that that may be too quick. I, I can I can fact check myself, but you know, phase phase one was between two thousand and eight and two thousand and twelve. Phase two was between two thousand and thirteen and two thousand and fifteen. So and then phase three was between two thousand and sixteen and two thousand and nineteen. So you know, it's it's been it's been a couple of years since Phase Four rolled out. We got Phase Four officially January of 2021, and let's go down the list of what Phase Four is supposed to entail. Now, up until this point, we've only had movies in these phases, right? But in the in the middle of Phase Three, you know, Bob Iger was still the CEO of Disney, and he introduced you know disney plus because he saw that you know the movie the the entertainment industry is moving towards a more digital market right so we are about to you're about to see streaming about to blossom and i think at the time netflix was the only real one that's popping now netflix has competition between disney plus and hbo max and amazon prime and so on and so forth right but at the time netflix was the only real one that was popping with like releasing like original content so Disney Plus came into the scene and it was it was a juggernaut in the beginning. They, you know, if you were a Disney fan, they hit you with a nostalgia factor and said, you know what, we're going to put the entire Disney catalog from all of the uh, animated movies to all of the live action movies. Uh, we're going to take everything out of the vault and put it on Disney Plus. And for me, the one of the first things I wanted to go and watch in there was all of my 90s, like, you know, uh, Disney uh, Channel uh, movies and TV shows like my That's a Raven and my even stevens and my lizzie mcguire's and like my halloween town one two and three you know all you know don't look under the bed um so so many movies xenon uh, uh z uh z3 you know all all of those things right so i i ran to it you know you have the gargoyles you have all of that stuff right they threw they threw all of that on disney plus but on top of that they did uh marvel and also star wars promised that we're going to get some original content so if people like me, you know, who's more into Marvel stuff, I'm like, yes, we're going to get all these shows. Right. So January, we got WandaVision, which was followed by Falcon and Winter Soldier, which was followed by Loki. And then we got Black Widow, the movie which was released in theaters and released in uh, Disney Plus as well. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Then right after that, you got What If, which is a TV show. Then you got Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, which was in theaters only. And then right after that, you got Eternals, which was theaters. Then you got Hawkeye, which was a show. And you got Spider-Man No Way Home. That was all in 2021. So, and we're, and that's, we're not even done with Phase 4 yet. So in Phase 4, that's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, nine different things that came out in 2021 all related to marvel right moving into this year 2022 we had moon knight which is a tv show and then doctor strange in the multiverse of madness which is a movie then miss marvel which is currently on right now which is a tv show thor 11 thunder which is a movie that's coming out you know relatively soon and then you have she hulk which is a tv show and then you have black panther wakanda forever and as of right now those are the only things that are announced that are a part of phases some honorable mentions that i don't think is going to be actually included in the actual phase like groundwork that's coming out this year as well is the i am group television series and also the guardians of the galaxy holiday special i 
I think those are just going to be cute side things, whatever, but I don't think it's going to tie in. So even this year, you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight things that are coming out. Now, I say that because we may get secret invasions this year. I don't know if it's going to come out this year. I think they've already wrapped shooting. So there's a possibility that we may get secret invasions around the holiday time that we got Hawkeye last year. So that could be another nine, right? And we're still not done with phase four. So phase four is also supposed to include Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, and the Marvels, which is supposed to be Captain Marvel 2. And then I also think that Ironheart is supposed to be a part of uh, phase three and Armor Wars is supposed to be a part of phase three as well. But we'll we'll touch on that in a second. And the reason why I said this is because they've already announced it, but there's a lot of projects in developed. So this is where my rant comes in because as much as I love Marvel content, as much as I love watching these things, there's been a lot more things in these the phase four that I really haven't been vibing with as a whole that I can go back and say in phases one through three, like for example, in phase one, the only one that I think that I probably didn't vibe with was maybe the Incredible Hulk. And I think the Incredible Hulk is kind of a hard property to sell just because of the the I would say the content of it, like, you know, I feel like for me, it gets, it can get kind of played out. And that's, I don't mean that no disrespect. Like, I feel like Hulk works better as a team, like in a team, you know what I mean? That's just me personally. I'm not taking anything away from the character or anything like that. I just feel like Hulk works better in a team. So the weakest movie to me in phase one was probably the incredible Hulk out of phase two. I would say the weakest movie overall that everyone pretty much agrees with is Store the Dark World. And I think, you know, at the time it was cool. Like it wasn't like, oh, it sucks, but I feel like it was sort of weaker. It was the weaker one out of, you know, um, uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. The first Guardians of the Galaxy movie was fire. You know, Age of Ultron, I feel like it doesn't hold up now than it did then but i remember like watching the trailers for age of ultron coming out and like just seeing like a glimpse of vision and seeing wanda and quicksilver and even watching it in theaters and stuff like that and that and like there was so much to like and then ant-man they they sold me like some people don't like ant-man but i actually like it so i would say out of phase two the movie that was the weakest to me was probably Thor the Dark World. And then the only one that I would say is the weakest, the, actually the, the only movie that I really didn't like in phase three was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I didn't like it. Um, I probably, I still didn't like it to this day. Um, I think I may have seen it twice and that's it. Um, I don't know why I didn't like it. I don't know if it was the whole like um, ego thing, like, you know, um, Peter Quill's dad being a god. I didn't, I didn't like it. Like, I just, I didn't really like it at all. Um, shout out to the cast. Shout out to James Gunn. Uh, I'm still a huge fan of them, but I didn't like it. I feel like if maybe, maybe Captain Marvel is another like weak entry to me, but I still enjoyed Captain Marvel. Like I can still go back and watch it and be like, you know, this is cool, but I like the potential prospect of Captain Marvel being in part of these, this franchise outside of her own story. And I would like to see, I'm actually really interested to seeing what's happened with the Marvels because one, you know, you're going to have Miss, uh, Miss Marvel in it. And you're also going to have Monica Rambeau and it's being directed by Nia DaCosta, who just 
Brothers directed the the Candyman movie that came out. Black black uh, black director. So I'm super excited about that. But I would say outside of that, love Doctor Strange. You like I said, one of my favorite movies is Captain America: Civil War. Another one is Black Panther. Love Infinity War and Endgame. You know, even like you know Ant Man and the Wasp. I would say maybe Ant Man and the Wasp is another like weak entry, but it, it was fun. Like it was cool. Like you know what I mean. But there's been there there has definitely been in phase four so just going down the list of all the things that we've seen so far so uh, i will have to stop at um i i haven't seen thor love and thunder so i can't say that yet but just basing off of what i've seen for miss marvel so far um well actually let, let me talk about the movies first so the movies we've gotten is black widow we've gotten shang chi we've gotten eternals spider-man no way home and doctor strange and the multiverse of madness so we've gotten five movies so far in phase four to be honest if i don't ever see black widow again i'm fine <laughs> like i feel like black widow came out way too late beyond her prime she already she already died in endgame so why are we giving this movie like there anything that happened in that movie i didn't care about because i knew she was going to make it out alive because she was in like um infinity war and endgame so it didn't make any sense to me the only good thing we got out of it was yelena but even still like i was just like no like i feel like the storyline could have been way different they should have had hawkeye in the movie the movie that we should have gotten should have been like a jason bourne movie or like a mission impossible movie and it, it wasn't like if y'all gonna these she's supposed to be like a really good assassin and all stuff like that it's it should have came harder in my opinion so i don't really care for it love shang chi in legend of ten rings i love that movie so much i feel like i'm really big on representation and the, you know the one thing i will say in this phase four is marvel has said you know what we've we've done we've laid down the foundation of being cookie cutter let's step out the box and we're going to give y'all some different stuff so i will commend them for that because this has been the most diverse phase and the most risky phase and i commend them for that like you have you have Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which was a diverse storyline talking about, you know, Isaiah Bradley and like, you know, the, everything that happened to him. You have Shang-Chi, which is an all Asian cast. You have Eternals, which was, you know, a mixed cast with also like the first LGBT uh, family representation. Right. You have Moon Knight. You have Miss Marvel. You have She-Hulk coming. Right. You have another Black, Man Black Panther movie coming out as well. So I love the diversity, but Shang-Chi, I love the movie. I thought it was amazing. Um, I I love the action sequences. I, I love the backstory. I can't wait to dive back into that world. Eternals, honestly, I mean, I, it can leave it. Like, I feel like Eternals was cute, like, but it wasn't. Eternals should have came harder. And I think that there was so much hype around the Eternals and it looked beautiful, but I'm like, this is what y'all gave like this is this is not it like i i don't know like i just i felt a little let down from that movie um i forgot to mention this when i was talking about black widow there was a lot of controversy if you don't remember around the black widow because you know back then we were still in the thick of covid and a lot of disney movies were being pushed to disney plus and scarlett johansson sued because she was like my movie is supposed to be theaters only and I, I understand, I guess now being on this side, you know, that came out last summer and there's movies like Top Gun Maverick that, you know, Tom Cruise, you know, pretty much made Paramount hold his movies and no, we're going to hold it on shelf until, 
you know, everyone can go back to the theaters and it's going to be theaters only. And Disney at the time was like, we're going to put Black Widow on Disney Plus. And there was a whole lawsuit. So they put it in theaters and also on Disney Plus. And that's when they were doing like their premium. You can buy it for like 30 days, like whatever, to unlock it early. And I don't know. I feel like that left a big stink on the movie overall, just because there was a lot of controversy around it. But that was the last like movie uh day and date release on disney plus as far as marvel content because all the other movies outside of that was straight theaters right so like i said love shang chi um eternal was was okay spider-man no way home is in, in my top three like if number one right so the movie was amazing but even with that like there was a lot of leaks and a lot of stuff that came out um, prior to the movie, if you follow movie news, you had a very good feeling or of you were confirmed that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield were in the movie, but they never showed it. And I think that, so I don't know if I talked about this before, but there was an article that I read that said that the original idea of marketing Spider-Man No Way Home was supposed to be a civil war between Doctor Strange and Spider-Man. And all of the multiverse elements were going to be a surprise in the movie. So it was going to be like a like a like a fake out like you went to the movie thinking one thing and it would have been a surprise so alfred molina and willem dafoe and jamie fox all of them were supposed to be a surprise in the movie um maybe not because jamie fox posted very early on he was gonna be in the movie and i think that's what started the speculation so love you jamie fox but you ruined it <laughs> you you ruined the the surprise on sony's behalf which you know sony is the actual one who distributes spider-man they own they own the movie rights because when he got recast to be in the movie he posted a picture of of his electro in in blue i guess in the sky like in the clouds i goes out it was like eyes or something and then there was three spider-man standing on a ledge and it was like you know it was like a graphic art but it was it put speculation into everyone's mind like wait why is there three spider-mans like what what the hell is going on right so that's what kick-started all of these things and then of course you know there was a whole bunch of leaks and a whole bunch of set leaks and all this stuff like that but they never confirmed if they were in the movie so you had people even like me who walked into that theater saying what if they're really not in this movie like what if they're not is the movie still gonna be good and uh, you know sure enough they were in the movie but the movie is still amazing by itself um i do think that having them and having the hype of having them in the movie plays into it but i don't care like i spider-man is my favorite character um toby mcguire it will always be my spider-man i, I just because i just grew up with him so i i love it but i love the movie so much right and then dr strange in the multiverse of madness so i'm not going to go into much of a rant for this one because i already dedicated a whole podcast so if you haven't checked out the podcast yet um i think it's episode four of this season where i talk about is my my spoiler breakdown of dr strange in the multiverse of madness so if you haven't checked it out yet be sure to check that out but i pretty much go into the movie that they promised versus the movie that they made right because when you think multiverse of madness like i don't know if you guys watched the cw's crisis on infinite earths that was a multiverse of madness they pulled every ip that warner brothers and cw has when it comes to like dc content and put it in a four-part crossover even going back and getting some of the people from smallville you know um i, f I forgot the actor's name who plays uh, clark kent but even went back and got them even to the point where they got ezra miller 
um to share the same screen with uh with the cw's barry gordon like you know uh, uh barry allen and i and i can't think uh, uh gustin grant yeah gustin grant i i know because he was in glee <laughs> but anyways um that was a multiverse of madness that was a multiverse of madness doctor strange 2 was wandavision 2 and although i liked wandavision 2 that wasn't Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. The only multiverse of madness that we got was the 15 minutes of the uh, Illuminati scene that we got that they were they came and gone just like, you know, someone farted. Like it was it was very underwhelming, I think overall, where yes, I still loved the movie, but I think the movie that they advertised versus the movie that we got was not it. Um I think that I think that just trying to biasly think if we if Tobey Maguire Andrew Garfield did not show up in Spider-Man No Way Home would I have enjoyed the movies as much I think I if they all the other villains would have still been there I think I still would have enjoyed the movie but I don't think I would have enjoyed the movies as much because I was expecting them to be there and I know that yes that's um that's my own expectation versus the movie but they advertised a multiverse of madness we didn't get that so jumping ahead a little bit to the movies that are coming out we have thor love and thunder which is coming out this week uh, well by the time that this is airing it would have already came out but um but yeah and then we also have black panther wakanda forever super excited about that but even there's a lot of controversy around like you know um the girl who plays sherry you know this this is a uh letitia right there's a lot of controversy around that and then you also have ant-man and the wasp quantumania and you have guard the guardians of volume guardians of the galaxy volume three and also the marvels right so i think ant-man is done i think guardians of the galaxy is either done or they're almost done and i think the marvels is probably filming or they're on the other side they're near done um i don't i don't think that they're in the beginning phases right so i i think that these this that's the reason why these are still considered in phase four there's other stuff that they've been mentioning like the fantastic four they don't have a director yet i don't think they have a script yet right so i think that they are teasing it but that i don't think it's gonna be a part of phase four i definitely feel like it's gonna be a part of phase five but Let's jump back to the the TV shows so far in Phase Four, and then we'll talk about some of the criticism, like where I stand on it. Right. So we have WandaVision, which I think honestly, WandaVision is, has been my favorite show so far, hands down. Um, a very very close second is Falcon and Winter Soldier, which came out next. Um, I just I love both of those, and I think I think the story of both of them, like with WandaVision, and I, I have a whole episode dedicated to both of these as well, but WandaVision was so innovative, so different from what we've gotten that it confused a lot of people in the beginning, but I think once they started to tie things together with episode four, they 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 looped it back in and people were hooked every single week. But I will talk about some of the criticisms in a minute. Then you have Falcon and Winter Soldier, which I love, right, obviously. Loki, this is a controversial statement, but Loki is not one of my favorites. Like, I'm sorry. I've never really been a fan of Loki as the character, but I I didn't, you know, the only episode that I was super excited about was the last one when Jonathan Major showed up as Kang. Well, in the show, he was He Who Remains, but he's playing a variant of his Kang the Conqueror who's going to show up in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. So I think 
you know, and I'll, I'll get into it in just a second when I when I go back through it. But you also have what if. I remember when I when what if was first advertised, I was like, what's the point? But there was a couple of episodes that I did miss. But towards the end, I was like, oh, okay, I see what we're doing here. And I actually overall enjoyed what if. And I was like, what if is laying down the groundwork for what we were supposed to get in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Then you had Hawkeye, and Hawkeye was actually cute. Like, I thought it was really cool. I like the fact that they brought back Kingpin and stuff like that. Um, I love the fact that they had Yelena in it. We didn't get a lot of Hawkeye in it. They had a lot of supporting character stuff. They also introduced the Echo, which we're supposed to be getting an Echo spinoff series. So that's really cool. And then Moon Knight this year, I actually didn't like Moonlight. Like, you know, I love... Um, I love the actor uh, that plays him. And I, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Uh, it'll probably come to me in a second. But I, I didn't actually like it. Like, I remember, like, Moon Knight was one of the first times that I didn't have to see the episode um, the day it came out. Like, there was a few weeks that I skipped. And then I said, let me just go back and binge watch it and so I can finish it. Because I've never really skipped any Marvel properties, right? So, um, but yeah, I, at the end of it, I was like, I don't, I don't really think I'm feeling this. Miss Marvel, I'm gonna do a full actual season review when the when the series is over. Um, but I have been enjoying Miss Marvel up until this point, but there are some things I do want to touch on in just a second as well. And then I'm gonna mention She-Hulk because I feel like the conversations around She-Hulk is the reason why I wanted to do this episode. So I think that Marvel is burning off more than can chew. And I think that a lot of people feel the exact same way. And the reason why I think that is, like I mentioned, last year we got nine different properties in just one year alone from Marvel. This year we're gonna have another eight to nine, right? And they're laying down so much and I'm I can I can follow like I can keep on board. I know how some people they checked out like even my own family like they said, oh, we want to watch Doctor Strange. And I'm like, you need to go back. You need to watch WandaVision. They said, well, we're not going to watch WandaVision if we tried it and we didn't like it. And I was like, well, you're not going to get why Wanda is doing what she's doing. I don't think they went back and watched it. But it's like some people they just like, I'm not keeping up with every every chapter of this book. Right. Like I'm going to I'm just going to watch what I want to watch and hopefully I can connect it which is fine but you know for us stands we're gonna watch everything right but i feel like they're putting out too much i'm sorry i think that the, i think marvel fatigue is definitely starting to sink in for a lot of people where it's kind of like this is too much i think what made some of these properties great is because it was like every like four to six months we got another marvel property so that time in between like you're building up the anticipation for the next thing now it's like we're getting something marvel every single month and although i'm enjoying it it's also at the same time like it's starting to slip like your quality is starting to slip so first like for example referencing she hulk there was a lot of criticisms referencing she hulk with the way that she looks now, for me, I'm not huge on criticizing CGI. I think if it looks horrible, especially in, with today's technology, then yes. But standing in front of a big, standing in front of a green screen for me and doing everything is just as bad as CGI on a character, right? So, for example, one of the things that I actually didn't like about Loki is it felt green screenish. There was only a few things that felt like a set. Everything else felt like it was in front of a green screen. 
I didn't like it. Um, even with Black Widow, the entire third act of the movie is a CGI fest. Like it's it's it was so obnoxious, and the attention to CGI. Like they think about it. Go look at Black Widow's thir third uh, act and go look at the Iron Man suit from Iron Man 1. Uh, honestly, Iron Man suit uh, over the years has the CGI has been gotten, gotten a little bit bad as well. Like, I love the idea of the nanotechnology from like um, Infinity War and Endgame as well with Iron Man. But go look at the suit in Iron Man 1. Even look at the suit in Iron Man 2. Like, Robert Downey Jr. was in an actual suit for the most part. And the only time they had the CGI is when he was actually moving around, like, like flying and stuff like that. That, right but i think that that stuff really doesn't get to me but there was a lot of criticism for she hulk and i can understand because it's like listen you can't put out content and i'm gonna say this about miss marvel too you can't put out content like she hulk that looks like that when you have stranger things i'm sorry you, you can't stranger things you know and this is i'm not gonna get into spoilers but there's there's a monster called vecna in stranger things if you haven't seen it right i'm just i'm just giving very surface because this is not a spoiler and this is nothing has nothing to do with it but i'm just relaying context vecna in stranger things is practical effects it's a man in a suit and what they did is to make it look more sinister they added you know digital elements to it like he has tentacles that move and stuff like that that still looks really really good right then you have she hulk and it looks like a cartoon in a real world it's kind of like you you can't do that like you can't give that quality and expect for these people like people like us because i'm people to be like to, to keep giving them passes so i think that's that's an issue i think also giving these like short behind episodes like the only series that we've gotten besides what if more than six episodes was wandavision we got nine episodes of wandavision everything else has been six episodes and there's been a couple of shows where i'm like you could have used an, another episode or two like to to flush the story out you know what i mean so like with with miss marvel like i said i'm not going to get too much into it because i'm going to dedicate a whole episode but this last episode i saw miss marvel was very underwhelming and the reason why i say that is because the episode was only like 40 minutes but with marvel tv shows like seven or eight of those minutes are credits because there's a lot of stuff that goes into it right so when you see 40 minutes you have to only look at it as like 33 to to uh, 32 minutes 32 to 33 minutes of actual story that you're getting right that's not a lot that's not a lot i'm sorry an episode five of a six episode arc that we didn't really get much yeah we we got some things and i love the background like i love the story like don't get me wrong i love miss marvel like i i liked i like the show i'm actually one of the few people who said i actually like it but i i still have to be like hey like i want more you know what I mean? Like you can't give us things like I'm going to keep comparing it to Stranger Things. Two episodes was four hours of content. That doesn't have to be every single show. That doesn't have to be every single series. But we can't live off of these 25, 30 minute episodes. And we have to wait a whole nother week for something else again. Whereas like and then that when that 25 to 30 minutes feels like fluff, I'm like, I wasted my time. I, I wasted my time. So I'm just really like, I, I don't get it. I, I don't understand. 
why you know they're putting out so much content and i feel like the content that they're putting out is not to the quality level that we've gotten in the past that's my criticism i think that you know you don't have to like everything you know it's it's so funny jester i don't know if you if you listen to the shout out to you jester but you know he on when we talked about top gun maverick he says i look at marvel with marvel eyes and i was like no like i i do have somewhat of a bias because i i like it but i will I, if i don't like something i don't like something and there's been a few things that marvel has put out i'm just like no i'm not really feeling it you know what i mean i don't think the whole thing is is dumb or the whole thing is stinks but i do think that they need to step up their game now kevin feige has said that you know the future of phase that these phases is about to become more clear and i think that that's going to happen with the comic-con announcements and also probably d23 announcements as well which i'm not going to be at comic-con but i will actually be in person at d23 but i'm going to cover both and if dc is also doing a um you know a dc phantom event i'm going to cover that as well but anyways but i know marvel's going to be at comic-con and i know they're also going to be at d23 so hopefully we get hey we're announcing phase five with some dates and da -da 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 -da, you know what i mean so maybe we'll get that type of stuff coming soon but as of right now it's like I, I don't know what to expect like i go into these movies and tv shows now which is like i'm just here to have fun which is you know it's fine you know that's cool but i think that the reason why people are really like crapping on phase four is because the quality isn't there the quality is not there like even with the tv shows you can't come out the gate swinging with wandavision as far as like giving us content but even with that so like okay so what we're also getting like so before in phases one through three you had people who read source material you had people who actually looked into the stuff and they deliberately connected the dots when it came to like these these movies right the showrunners of wandavision was like oh yeah we didn't read comics we didn't read it we, we just like went well, no, we just put something together and i'm like there's a lot of story in these comic books that y'all can pull from and also they bait and switched us a lot in wandavision that's like one of my main critiques i actually have about wandavision is that they they laid down groundwork for so many different things and also some things didn't make any sense like i'm sorry i would say it to this day dr strange should have showed up period he should he could have been in a post-credit scene he should have showed up dr strange should have showed up and what dr strange should have showed up <laughs> i would say it until i until i die and it was funny is that they came out afterwards and said oh yeah dr strange was actually um the one uh, in the commercials trying to reach out to Wanda and the last commercial about the Nexus pill was going to be Doctor Strange as the doctor and that was going to be the cameo and that was his way of trying to reach out to Wanda but the, they changed it out because they didn't want to take the focus away no as Marvel fans we get the fact that hey cameos happen we live in an expanded world now where you can't have something happen in New York and and certain characters don't show up like you can't have anything in new york and spider-man don't show up like honestly like even the connection between hawkeye and spider-man no way home was a missed opportunity because they both happened at christmas we even saw the same christmas tree in both movie and tv show so i feel like as a fun little cameo they should have seen you should have seen spider-man swinging a, like ahead like uh, above like as a cute little cameo or you should have mentioned it oh there's there's spider-man like you should have said something you can't have these people be in the same city 
So like anything that happens on the West Coast, anything that happens in Fran uh, San Francisco, Ant-Man is there. So you can't have these things happen now. Doctor Strange deals with realms. So like even with um uh, uh what's it, what was it? Eternals. An, an entire occursion was supposed to happen. Not no, not an occursion, but like um when when the what the, the climax of the movie is pretty much basically you know the the celestial like the, the the celestial was supposed to come out of earth and that was the whole reason why um that these eternals were sent there to, to you know to populate the earth the way you know the celestial could be born right so they had this entire head and hand come out of the ground and they were able to stop it but they haven't addressed that in any property since and even also dr strange would have sensed that and or wong because wong is the sorcerer supreme now they didn't show up so to me that's what's not making the most sense it's like you can't have global events like that happen and these places these people don't show up like it made sense for wong to go get shang chi at the end of his movie it's like hey like who's where's where's shang chi okay i need to talk to you because he felt like he's gonna feel that presence he's gonna feel hey you're crossing between realms and stuff like that da -da -da -da. he can see that that makes sense to me when you have major events happening and there's no crossover event it's like nah like it that to me it, that would take me out of the movie cgi like i can i can deal with it if it's not horrible but when a story does doesn't connect if you build an established universe the story has to connect the old there's only a few exceptions to where maybe noel shows up like for example wakanda forever the next black panther movie a lot of the stuff takes place in wakanda wakanda is already secluded they're supposed to have namor in this movie right um they already sense the presence of something happening in the ocean, right? So I feel like there's going to be other people. And that was already told to other Avengers. Like, um, uh, Rhodey knows about it. Um, uh, Black Widow, she, she she passed away, so she's not going to know. But other people know. Um, uh, Mark Ruffalo, the, the whole Bruce Banner knows about whatever happened in there. So if they don't mention about, hey, did you ever fix what happened was over there in the in the in the uh, the Atlantic? Like, did you ever fix about that? If they don't mention it, it's gonna be like y'all can't say that in Endgame yet. Y'all don't follow up with with Wakanda forever. So I think to me, Marvel needs to. I, it's like I said, as much as I love seeing as all these TV shows and all these movies and stuff scale it back a little bit give us quality again i love the quantity amount but if the quantity is not going to meet up to your quality scale it back you know and i'll wrap up and say this i used to work for disney for five years and i used to say the same thing about disney where back in the day they gave quality they were able to justify their high behind prices because they used to back it up now you go to disney and don't get me wrong i still love disney i i have a disney annual pass you go to Disney now, the product that you're getting does not match the price, especially the Disney World. Like, I don't if I, I don't want to build a, a vacation package for Disney World. Like, I'd rather stay off property and just go to the parks because at least before you had a dining plans, you were able to book your fast passes in advance. You were able to do all this other type of stuff in advance. You know what I mean? Like now they took half of that stuff away. Even when you stay on property, you don't get the same amount of stuff. But yet they charge so much more where if you compare it to like Universal, you stay at one of the hard rock or one of the like like you know their top premium hotels you're getting unlimited express on top of being able to go into the park early you're getting all this extra stuff paying all this extra money so it makes it worth staying there so i just think you know 
tying it back to Disney Plus and Marvel, I I commend Marvel for trying to juggle as many eggs at one point as they at the same time as they are doing right now. But I do feel like some are slipping and some of them are cracking. And that's that's where I'm just kind of like, I want y'all to be able to step it up. If you're going to give us all of this content, make sure it's quality. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to lose your Marvel fans. And I think that the Marvel fatigue thing, the argument is is real. I think that there are people who are getting tired of Marvel and they're like, you know what? I'll skip it. It is what it is. Oh, I'll just wait. I'll just wait till it goes to Disney Plus and I may check it out then. You know what I mean? I don't have to rush to theaters. And only major events is gonna be get people to come out. So I don't know. But yeah, that's 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 all it is. I just wanted to talk about, you know, what's happening with phase four. Um, I like I said, we're so the only other confirmed things that are coming out in 2022 besides Store Love of Thunder, which comes out, you know, this week. Well, by the time this by the time you guys will hear this, it'll be the, the previous week. Is She Hulk, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Those are the only two things. Oh, and the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special and I Am Group TV series. But the only those are the only confirmed things. I do think we may get Secret Invasion this year. I don't think we're going to get Armor Wars. I don't think we're going to get Secret uh, uh, Iron Heart. If we get Armor Wars, that'd be kind of cool, but we haven't heard or seen anything about it at all. So that's why I don't think we're going to get that. That may come out next year. Uh, but even next year, like the other things that are coming out, they have Echo, which is a spinoff of Hawkeye. They have Akatha Harkness show that's coming out. They have Loki 2, which is already filming right now. You know what I mean? They have What If Season 2 that's coming out as well. They have Blade that's supposed to be coming out. They have um fantastic four the um x-men is supposed to be coming soon as well so there's a lot of things that are coming down the pipeline where it's like all right okay like i'm I'm here for it but also give us quality you can't have half ass stuff coming out where we have premium content on other streaming platforms and i think that's the thing I don't want to see Marvel lose their esteem. I want to see that being like a ship that keeps going on forever and ever and ever. And amen. I don't want it to hit an iceberg and drown. That was kind of morbid. <laughs> but anyways, but thank you guys for checking me out and listening to my me rant about the MCU. Like I said, I love the MCU. I love Marvel. So this is not me saying I hate it. I just, I want more. I want better. I want better. I want quality content. Uh, if I have to give up the, the, the quantity for quality, that's fine. I'm, I'm okay with that so let me know what you guys think um hit me up on my instagram page at the movie bugle um you can send me dms you can write on any of my comment on any of my pictures and i'll be sure to respond back to you um and until next time i will talk to you soon bye